We're still at the mercy of natural disasters like earthquakes, hurricanes, and floods. It's like Mother Nature is reminding us that despite all our advancements, we're still just tiny specks in the grand scheme of things. The recent earthquakes in Turkey and Syria have once again reminded us of the devastating power of nature and the toll that natural disasters can take on communities and individuals. As we send our thoughts and prayers to those affected, it's also important to consider the role that philosophy can play in helping us make sense of such events, if such a thing is even possible, to see if philosophy can provide us with some consolation, comfort, and guidance in such difficult times. That's why I've decided to dedicate this episode of the podcast to explore the topic of natural disasters from the perspective of stoicism, one of the great schools of ancient philosophy. Through a careful examination of Stoic teachings, I hope to shed light on how this philosophy, in fact, can provide us with the tools we need to navigate the challenges that arise in the aftermath of a disaster and kind of try to cultivate resilience, strength, and a sense of purpose in the face of adversity. So whether you're a seasoned Stoic or you're simply curious about what Stoicism is all about, and how this philosophy can be applied to contemporary life, I invite you to join me as I delve into these important and timely topics. The world can be a complex place where things are uncertain, but with the right perspective, I believe we can find meaning and purpose, even in the face of tragedy. Let's consider for a moment the Stoicism's view on natural disasters. As the ancient Stoic philosopher Epictetus famously said, it is not events themselves that disturb people, but their judgments about these events. In other words, Stoicism teaches that it's not the events themselves that cause us suffering, but rather our beliefs and attitudes toward them. In the context of natural disasters, Stoicism recognizes that earthquakes, hurricanes, and other such events are beyond our control and that our reactions to them are a choice. By understanding this, we can learn to respond to disasters with equanimity rather than allowing them to upset us or consume us with fear. Stoicism also encourages us to see these events as opportunities to practice our virtues, such as courage, wisdom, and compassion. Now, in the face of a disaster, we can choose to act with bravery and selflessness rather than succumb to fear or despair. This way, Stoicism can provide us with a framework for making the most of difficult circumstances, and it can even help us grow as individuals. So let's talk about Stoicism. Stoicism is a school of Asian philosophy founded in Athens by Zeno of Cetium in the early 3rd century BCE. It's a philosophy of life that emphasizes the development of self-control, inner peace, and wisdom, and kind of seeks to cultivate a calm and rational response to the world's challenges. 
Three of the most famous Stoic philosophers are Epictetus, Marcus Aurelius, and Seneca. Let's take a closer look at each of these individuals and their contributions to Stoicism. Let's start with Epictetus. Epictetus was in fact born into slavery in Greece, but went on to become one of the most influential Stoic philosophers of all time. He famously said, It is not what happens to you, but how you react to it that matters. This quote captures the essence of his teachings, emphasizing the importance of developing control over our thoughts and emotions to respond to life's challenges with equanimity and wisdom. Then there is Marcus Aurelius. Marcus Aurelius was a Roman emperor and one of the most powerful leaders of his time. Despite his position of power, he was also a dedicated Stoic philosopher, and his writings have become some of the Stoic tradition's most widely read and respected texts. In his famous book, Meditations, he wrote, You have power over your mind, not outside events. Realize this, and you will find strength. Now, this quote emphasizes his belief that our reactions to events are a choice, and that by cultivating control over our thoughts and emotions, we can find inner peace and strength, even in the harshest circumstances. Let's now turn to Seneca. Seneca was a Roman philosopher, statesman, and a playwright who was one of the most prominent thinkers of his time. In his teachings, Seneca emphasized the importance of living in accordance with nature and of using reason and wisdom to guide our actions. He famously said, It is not that we have a short time to live, but that we waste a lot of it. And this quote highlights Seneca's belief that time is precious and that we should make the most of every moment, using our time wisely to pursue our goals and to grow as individuals. And by the way, there's a great movie coming soon about Seneca's life, starring John Malkovich. From watching the trailer, I can already say it looks promising, and I'm very much looking forward to that. Anyways, these three Stoic philosophers, Epictetus, Marcus Aurelius, and Seneca, represent just a few of the many individuals who have contributed to the rich tradition of Stoicism over the centuries. Their writings and teachings offer us a wealth of wisdom and guidance on how to live a virtuous and meaningful life, even, or I should say especially, in the face of adversity. Having a Stoic perspective on natural disasters is not just about accepting that uh, they are beyond our control, but also about embracing a different perspective of the world. It's about recognizing that every event, even a devastating earthquake, is an opportunity to grow and practice our virtues. It is really hard to imagine this could even be a possibility, obviously, especially when we are confronted with unimaginable disasters, such as the latest awful earthquakes. But I firmly believe Stoicism can definitely help us here. It teaches us that our beliefs and attitudes shape our experiences of the world, and that by changing how we think, we can change how we feel. So, when we are faced with a natural disaster, we have the power to choose how we respond. Will we allow fear and despair to consume us? Or will we find meaning and purpose in the midst of chaos? That's the question. It's like the old saying, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. A Stoic would argue that even if life gives us lemons in the form of a natural disaster, we have the power to choose how we respond. We can choose to focus on the tragedy and the destruction, or we can choose to find ways to help, to be of service, and to connect with others. By shifting our perspective, we can turn a potentially devastating experience 
into an opportunity for growth, for compassion and connection. So when faced with a natural disaster, take a moment to consider your perspective. Ask yourself the following question. How can I respond to this event in a way that is in line with my values and with what I believe is right? Now, by doing so, you can tap into the power of stoicism to navigate the challenges of the world with grace, with wisdom, and resilience. Stoicism also teaches us that our primary purpose is cultivating and practicing virtue. Virtues such as wisdom, justice, courage, and self-control are not abstract concepts, but are essential tools for navigating the world's challenges with grace and resilience. Once again, to quote Seneca, aim for virtue, happiness will follow, he tells us. When faced with a natural disaster, it can be easy to feel overwhelmed and powerless. It's quite natural. But focusing on our virtues allows us to find direction and purpose in even the most difficult circumstances. For example, courage might inspire us to help those in need, even if it means putting ourselves in harm's way. The virtue of justice might inspire us to advocate for the fair treatment of all those affected by the disaster, even if it means standing up against the powerful. In this way, Stoicism can provide a source of comfort and guidance during times of crisis. By focusing on our virtues, we can find meaning and purpose amid the chaos. And by acting with wisdom and compassion, we can help create a better world for everyone around us and the people affected by earthquakes, floods, and other types of disasters. One of the most challenging aspects of facing a natural disaster is dealing with loss of life and property. For many of us, these losses can feel unbearable and overwhelm us with grief and fear. But again, Stoicism offers a unique perspective on death and loss that can provide comfort and guidance during these challenging times. For example, Stoicism teaches us that death is in fact a natural part of life. We're reminded that life is fleeting and death is inescapable. According to Stoicism, it's not death that should concern us, but rather how we live our lives. If we live virtuous lives, then death is just a natural transition to another state, and there's no need to fear it. In this sense, Stoicism offers a naturalistic view of death and loss, without the need for an afterlife or the fear of an uncertain future. It encourages us to live in the present moment, focus on our growth and development, and treat others with kindness and compassion. And by doing so, Stoicism promises us that we can find peace and comfort in the face of tragedy. I should also say that Stoicism encourages us to focus on what is within our control and let go of what is beyond our control. So when faced with loss of life or property, for example as a consequence of a devastating earthquake, it can be tempting to focus on what we have lost and to be consumed by regret and sorrow. But Stoicism reminds us that these losses are beyond our control and that it is more productive to focus on what we can do in the present moment to help those in need and to make a positive impact on the world. You see, in this way, Stoicism can provide comfort and guidance in the aftermath of a natural disaster. By accepting death as a natural part of life and focusing on what is within our control, we can find peace and purpose while surrounded by chaos and respond to tragedy with wisdom, compassion, and resilience. You see, it teaches us to embrace the natural world and to understand that natural disasters are just a part of the larger cosmic order. There's nothing special about them. 
They're not evil. So this perspective can help us find peace and understanding in the face of suffering. And it can also help us appreciate the natural world's beauty and majesty. The Stoic philosopher Marcus Aurelius once wrote, All things are changing. Nothing stands still. You yourself are in constant change and in constant motion, like a river. Understanding the natural world can help us accept the unpredictable nature of natural disasters and find meaning. The Stoic philosophy is not just about theoretical concepts, but practical exercises that individuals can use to help them live better lives. When faced with challenges of natural disaster, these Stoic practices and exercises can be precious. They can help us maintain our composure, our focus, and a sense of purpose. One of the most well-known Stoic practices is the practice of negative visualization. This involves imagining the worst-case scenarios that could happen and then accepting that these things are beyond our control. And by doing this, we can become more resilient and better equipped to handle whatever challenges come our way. Another important Stoic practice is the practice of gratitude. In the aftermath of a natural disaster, obviously, it can be easy to focus on what we have lost and to feel overwhelmed with negativity. But Stoicism encourages us to focus on what we still have and to be grateful for the good things in our lives, no matter how small. Finally, Stoicism also emphasizes the importance of action. In the face of a natural disaster, it can be tempting to feel helpless and powerless, but Stoicism reminds us that we always have the power to act, even in the most challenging circumstances. Whether it is volunteering to help those in need, or simply spreading kindness and positivity, there's always something that we can do to make a difference. For example, it's natural to feel overwhelmed, scared, and uncertain in the face of an earthquake. But philosophy, and especially Stoicism, teaches us that we all have the inner strength and resilience to overcome these challenges, no matter how difficult they may seem. One of the key Stoic teachings is the idea that we are in control of our own reactions to events and not the events themselves. This means that even in the face of a devastating earthquake or other natural disasters, we have the power to choose how we respond. Another important Stoic concept is the idea of eudaimonia, or living a life of purpose and meaning. According to the Stoics, this is the ultimate goal of life, to live a purposeful and meaningful life. That's what eudaimonia is all about, which can provide us with a sense of direction and focus, even in the most difficult circumstances. So what does this all mean for those currently facing a destructive earthquake? I think it means that no matter what happens, we can choose our own responses. We can be overwhelmed and defeated, or we can choose to be resilient and find meaning in the midst of chaos and crisis. A great example of this can be seen in the story of Edith Egger, a psychologist and survivor of the Holocaust. A remarkable human being whose two books, The Choice and The Gift, are in fact on our list for the upcoming book club episode. Despite the horrible conditions she faced in the concentration camps, Dr. Agar found a sense of purpose and meaning in her suffering, which helped her to endure and ultimately triumph over the horrors that she experienced. No matter how horrific the circumstances, we still have a choice. We always have the freedom to choose how we respond. This is the very core of her message. 
And then lastly, I want to tell you a little bit about the historic concept of dichotomy of control. It's a concept I try to apply in my own life as much as possible. It's not easy, but definitely worth the try. It's one of the core principles of Stoicism, which states that there are only two things in life that we have control over. Our thoughts and our actions. Everything else, including natural and unnatural disasters, is outside our control. When facing a disaster, it's natural to feel we have no control over the situation. However, Stoicism teaches us that we do have control over our thoughts and actions in response to those disasters. We can choose to focus on what is within our control and let go of what is not. So, why am I telling you all this? I'm telling you this because this dichotomy of control is a powerful tool for managing our emotions during a disaster. By recognizing that we are not in control of the disaster, we can avoid feelings of frustration, anger, and despair, and instead focus on what we can control, namely our thoughts, emotions, and actions. For example, when we are faced with an earthquake, we might feel helpless and out of control. But by practicing stoic principles, we can focus on how we can help others and contribute to the relief efforts rather than getting bogged down in feelings of despair. So when you're faced with a disaster, natural or unnatural, remember the stoic dichotomy of control and focus on what is in your power, namely your thoughts and your actions. And by doing so, you can find peace, purpose and resilience in even the most challenging of circumstances. And that, my friends, concludes our discussion on the Stoic perspective on natural disasters. I hope you have found this episode to be insightful and reflective, and that it has provided you some comfort and guidance during these trying times. We have explored how Stoicism teaches us to focus on what is within our control and to maintain our composure and inner strength during a crisis. In the wake of the recent earthquakes in Turkey and Syria, my heart goes out to all those who have been affected. These earthquakes have been a sobering reminder of the fragility of life and the power of the natural world. Please support the relief efforts in any way possible and keep the affected communities in your thoughts and prayers. I will include links in the show notes on how you can help, so please take a moment to visit my Substack page for the details. I also encourage you to continue your exploration of Stoicism and its teachings and seek out the works of Stoic philosophers we discussed today namely Epictetus, Seneca, and Marcus Aurelius. Their insights and wisdom have much to offer, not only in times of disaster, but in all aspects of life. So, as Epictetus reminds us, some things are up to us and other things are not. Let us focus on what we can control and tap into our inner strength, even in the toughest times. So thank you for joining me on this philosophical journey. Before we wrap up, I just want to say a quick thank you for tuning in today and for taking the time to listen to the podcast. It has been a pleasure sharing these insights and ideas with you all. Now, if you have enjoyed this episode, I would be over the moon if you could do me a favor. Give the show a share with your friends and family. Give it a like and most importantly, leave a comment with your thoughts on the episode. Your feedback is invaluable and helps me make better content for you. So let me know what you think. I would like to end this episode with a letter I received from Mr. Earthquake. Greetings, people of the world. I'm an earthquake, a force of nature that brings both destruction and change. I come unannounced with no prejudice or discrimination. I shake the ground beneath your feet 
shattering buildings and homes, taking away lives. But I also bring a different perspective, a chance to reflect on what truly matters in life. I am a reminder of the fragility of existence and the importance of living in the present moment. So listen closely as I bring you a message from the depths of the earth. Hold on tight as I remind you that nothing in this world is permanent and everything is subject to change. Remember, as Epictetus said, some things are up to us and other things are not. Death and loss are unavoidable, but how we choose to face them is within our control. Therefore, do not waste your time on things that do not matter and focus on living a virtuous and fulfilling life. I may cause destruction and heartache, but I'm also a wake-up call, a reminder to cherish the people and moments that you hold dear, to be grateful for what you have and not to take anything for granted. So when I come again, as I naturally will, embrace the challenge, show the world your resilience, inner strength and unwavering spirit. For as Seneca once said, difficulties strengthen the mind as labor does the body. And so, my friend, I bid you farewell, but not goodbye. For I'm always here, waiting to shake things up and bring about change. Until then, stay safe. And always remember, it's not the length of your time here that matters, but how you choose to use it. Life is but a fleeting moment, my friend. Make it count. Until next time, خدا یار نگهدار